disclosure statement for statistics on actual earnings of coaches. Oh, I wasn't even recording, but we got it and it's flashed up on the screen. So I'm pretty sure we are good with that. Welcome to Business Coach Power Hour. This is for you if you are FIBC or have been FIBC or are growing to FIBC, specifically if you have coach teams. So a senior coach uh, or two, ideally, two senior coach legs of business. This is for you and or you've been invited personally by your mentor if you're like, oh, wait, but I don't know, I have like one and a half or I had some and then they like gave up on life. Um, if you got an invite, you're supposed to be here. So welcome. Um, I'm going to start by asking you guys a question, which is, why are you here? And you can put it in the chat. But, and and it may be something like, this is my habit. It's in my calendar. Okay. Why is it your habit? Why did you put it in your calendar? Your answer may be, well, my mentor asked, would I be on? And I knew that she was going to be on. So I showed up because my mentor. Okay. But why are you listening to your mentor? And is the reason that you show up now, October, 2023, the same reason that you used to show up for business coach power hour or any power hour? Is it the same reason that you started coaching for? Has it shifted? I'm gonna, going to stop talking for about 20 to 40 seconds and let you guys really each take a minute to evaluate and say to yourself, to ask the question, why am I showing up for this? Why have I committed to spend an hour either on recording or live to be here? What is this about for you? Life is precious. There's a lot of stuff we could be doing with our time. Okay, so I'm gonna stop talking. You guys have 20 to 40 seconds. You can share it in the chat. I encourage you to write it down though, also, because there's an element of the chat that, you know, that maybe your mentor's reading it, other coaches are reading it, right? Sometimes we say things because we want the positive accolades that would come from saying it, but just you with yourself and your piece of paper, why are you here? I'm going to give you guys 10 more seconds. Wrap up that sentence. Why are you here? 
And I'm going to read, Amber put a comment in the chat. I actually need it now for the war wounds. I feel like we are sustaining compared to five years ago. Take out the five and insert a different number. How many of you guys feel like that resonates with you? Put a one in the chat. If you feel like you've got some scars, war wounds, trauma response, <laughs> disappointment. Okay, so I'm going to share, I was thinking about it last night, actually, why, why, why am I doing this? Why am I doing this right here, right now with my time? And it is because I love coaching. And I got a little emotional, uh, just even thinking about saying that. I uh, got to do a celebration call with someone in your business, Georgia, this morning. And um, you know how the BMI chart now has like an extra category past obese? Uh, I think that's where he started. Um, and we were talking about his progress with program. He's moving down into healthy BMI. Um, but he's, we're still in obese and then we're going to get him to healthy, just hearing about his progress, how proud he was to buy new pants, some older gentlemen. Um, I, I love that. I, I love coaching and I love coaching coaches. I love mentoring coaches. And that's why I'm here with you guys. I am also someone, if we're going to talk about things that Danielle likes, I am also someone who likes to win. I'm a little competitive. I also like to achieve things, accomplish things, straight A student kind of thing. The more competitive the thing, the more excited I am to achieve it. And Octavia has this thing um, called their compensation plan and within it, their rank, uh, system, which is very enticing for people who like to achieve and accomplish things. So put a two in the chat. If you would describe yourself as someone who likes to win, you're competitive, you like to accomplish things, check a box, get things done Two in the chat. And this could be about you personally, or it could also be like a, like a group effort. Like you get some like really intense passion in your belly with the thought that Morris tribe would be like flashing up at like the top of a leaderboard somewhere, or like your team would be doing it or like your people are like hitting FIBC. Okay. Two, 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 two. And there are some people that don't have any of that actually. They have they have like a different thing that fills their soul. Um, and it's less about the accomplishment of something and it's more about like loving the process of it and and the impact that they're having along the way. And if that's you, if you get a whole lot of fire in your belly about the impact that you can create, the number of lives you can change, number of coaches in your business, if that's a thing for you, 
go ahead and put a two in the chat for that too. And then if you don't have any of that, you're not competitive, you don't like achieving things, you aren't interested in impact, then I think you're here because you're truly bored and or need a hobby or a friend and we can be that for you. But I, I do believe that everyone here has some of or all of those things. Okay. And then we had a weather system change in 2023 where the accomplishing of things, the achieving of things, the winning has shifted. It hasn't gone away. It's just that what we used to call like winning the game, the sports game or hitting a an accomplishment that has changed yet those metrics of success still exist. I love coaching clients and I love training coaches, but there were a couple of years where I was really obsessed with accomplishing something and watching some numbers go up. Let me tell you the numbers that I got really, really excited about. And if truth be told on a celebration call, I don't think I got as much like feel goodery from that guy moving from obese into unhealthy as I did watching my bonus go up. Bonuses are up. Bonuses are posted. Oh my gosh, let me log in. Oh, let me compare it to last month. I'm up. Yes. Like I'm in the middle of a date, right? checking my bonuses because this went off and then I'm like, oh yes, right? Or number of new coaches or hitting a new rank, number of EDs, how many FIBCs can I pop? How many senior coaches, how many new clients, whatever that metric was for you. Did anyone have that where you got really, really obsessed and like feel goodery from seeing numbers go up? And I loved it so much that I almost wonder, like, if I knew then that I would still love this as much with those numbers not going up. I don't know, but I, I do. That's why I'm here. I love coaching clients and I love training coaches. And so in a non-winning season, when your typical metrics of achieving something, accomplishing something, being competitive, having massive impact, it's hard to feel your impact when like your client load, you're also like losing coaches, you're like, you're having impact on new coaches, but these people are like piecing out for the business, can feel a little bit like you're holding sand, but in a non-winning season, why do you show up? What is the reinforcement you're getting out of this? And maybe write that down on your piece of paper. Why are you here? If it's not highest insert metric of your choice. So we're going to start with that because unless we know why we're doing something, it becomes really hard to do any of the stuff that we do when we don't feel like it necessarily. This business takes grit. And if you're here wanting to be FIBC, 
having been FIBC, being FIBC, or training FIBCs. It's just like a non-negotiable that you're going to show up with grit and you're going to do things when you don't feel like doing it. But that's not to say that we're all superheroes that just do it. You have to sometimes reevaluate, why the heck am I here? If I'm not winning on these different metrics, why am I here? And so maybe you just needed a little, you know, moment with yourself to figure out what that is. The things that I am winning at in this season are my client support. Let me tell you what I am an absolute rock star at now that I wasn't before when my bonuses were going up, when my number of coaches in my org were going up, when my TGenV was going up and I was celebrating all of these ways in which I was winning super, super big. I was a terrible coach because I didn't need to be a very good coach and the clients just kept coming. And I was a decent mentor. I don't know that I was the best with training my new coaches. That's something that I've improved on. So what I'm counting as wins now is different, but the stuff that I'm getting really, really good at, it's like getting down the basics of insert sport of choice. I don't know nothing about sports, so I'm not even going to try with that analogy, but getting really, really good at the basics of that, that's going to make you a very skilled player once you put your team together. And that's what Business Coach Power Hour is about. It's about putting your team together and what to do with them. But we have to be really good at what we're doing to even play the game. And the game, by the way, is called changing people's lives. As I'm talking to this guy about moving from obese into overweight, into healthy BMI, I said, you know, listen, this isn't about where we feel good or, you know, where you feel like you look good, like from a health coach perspective, I'm talking about lowering your risk factors for disease. He's in probably his sixties. This is about his life. So that's the game that we're playing. The things that I've gotten really, really good at in this season are client support and bringing on my own clients again. My FQV hasn't been this high since August, 2020. And I am super proud about that. That is under my control. I don't get to blame the economy. I don't get to blame my coaches. I'm getting really, really good at the things that I put the workshops together on. Well, I need more work on branding, but expanding follow-up. Those are the things that are bringing clients, but I'm getting really good at client support. And I'm seeing clients now in my organization as Okay, these are these are my little little chickies. Okay, I'm the mama hen, and I've got some coaches who are in, and I've got some coaches who are out, and I've got some coaches who don't know yet. But all of those clients coming in are new little chickies in my business, and every single one of those chickies could become a coach. And so I'm going to move you guys into some action steps of what we can do for our organizations with clients. Okay, we're going to open up Connect. Let's keep working. And 
we are going to go to the client support tab, clients report. I'm going to client support tab, clients report, and organization. And then I am going to, mm, recording has been paused for a little bit too long. So I'm going to back up with that action step. So if you are FIBC, you're going to take this worksheet. While we were paused on recording, what we did for this was we downloaded all of those new clients in Connect into a worksheet in Excel or numbers. You can ask your mentor for help with this. If you're watching this on recording and you got stuck. Um, and based on that little spreadsheet that you have, that's now your worksheet. We're going to write all over it. We're going to delete columns and you're going to see new client, their name and who is their coach. And you're reaching out. If you're FIBC, you're reaching out to that coach saying, Hey, Sarah, how's your new client, Christina going, doing, is she, you know, did you set up a celebration call? I, I haven't seen one yet. If I'm FIBC. The activity for people who are not yet FIBC, just like Jen puts in the chat, you're going to be a wingman, okay? You are the wingman going in on this operation. You're looking at all those new clients that have come in and you're seeing that you've got Sarah who's brought on this client and Joe who's brought on this client and Joan who's brought on this client and you're sending a message to your FIBC saying, Hey, did Sarah and Bill and Joan set up? I think it was John. He made a name change between those examples. Did they set up celebration calls with their clients X, Y, and Z? And if you hear back from your FIBC that not everyone has set up their celebration calls, now your wingman responsibility is going to be to message your coach, something like the following that I'm going to put in the chat and then read for the recording to make it super, super easy for them. Okay. So in my example with faux Sarah, cause actual Sarah Larkin is a rock star, but with faux Sarah, I would be saying something like, Hey Sarah, can you set up a celebration call with your client, Christina and FIBC, right? Because let's say it's not me because I'm not yet FIBC. I'm wingman for my FIBC and I'm learning the ropes. Hey, Sarah, can you set up a celebration call with your client, Christina and FIBC's name by starting a group message on Messenger with the following script? And then you're going to, but shouldn't Sarah know where to find this system? Shouldn't Sarah know where to find the script? Well, do you want to make Sarah wrong? Or do you want to just make it easy for her to follow this step that you want for your client? Pulling up the system. It's going to take me, oh. Just a couple extra steps to grab this script for, let's pretend Sarah's a new coach, 
for a new coach to make this so super, super simple. How many of you guys remember being a new coach and whether it was pre-system or post-system to go find something seemed like a freaking treasure hunt. Truth be told, I would go back to Messenger and like try to find the last celebration call that I set up to try to use that script. It was, it was hard. Okay. So we're going to go to the system and I'm going to click on the celebration call. And then I'm going to copy this script and I'm going to put it in my little message to new coach Sarah about setting up this celebration call. And one other thing, I'm going to ask her to do it today because she's going to copy and paste it, right? This should take two seconds. Sarah can do it while in the pickup line, on the toilet. Really, I mean, everyone goes to the toilet with their phone, right? This is the world that we live in. Maybe we should change that, but it is what it is. Seriously, Sarah can do this in 15 seconds. So I'm going to ask her to do it today. Hey, Sarah, can you, oh, where am I going to put that when I want it done by? Do I want it at the beginning of the message or at the end? Sometimes people don't read to the end of the message, especially those eyes and you want eyes in your business. So can you set up a celebration call? Can you, hey, Sarah, real quick, can you set up a celebration call message with your client, Christina, and FIBC? And then at the end. And then because I have a hard time asking for things, I don't know, I'm just going to throw a little love on the end of it too. Can you do that today? So excited for your client. Okay. This is what, this is what I would say. So feel free to make it your own, take it as is. I'm going to read it out loud. Um, now that I've fumbled through editing the draft live for you all, uh, for the recording. So this is again, not yet FIBC coach being wingman for your coaches and for your FIBC. We're connecting that new client to FIBC for a celebration call. Why are we doing this? Because celebration calls are absolutely critical. Absolutely critical. Celebration calls are absolutely critical to your business. So I say it again in all caps, critical. Mission critical. So this is me connecting with a coach to try to get her to set up her celebration call with new client. And I know new client's name, that makes it personal. I'm watching that client and connecting to the FIBC. Hey, Sarah, real quick. See how easy it's going to be for her? Real quick. Can you set up a celebration call message with your client, Christina? And if you see a couple of them in there, you can be like, and John and Joan and Thule. And FIBC's name, so, and Andrea, fill in your FIBC by starting a group message on Messenger with the following script. Hi, name of your FIBC, that's just the celebration call script from the system. I've copied and pasted it. Can you do that today? So excited for your client. Okay, and then, yes, Jess, 
absolutely critical, all caps, celebration calls. What else I might do if I have someone that I perceive could be new or technologically challenged, my dad, right? He's not on this call, so it's okay. Let's, let's keep it between us. I might also add a line of, if you need help starting a group message, let me know, okay? I'm giving them the option to say, I have no idea how to start a group message. It's super confusing. It wants me to name a thread and I, I don't even know, all right? So this is our project. This is what we're working on. You're gonna send out as many messages as you can in the next couple of minutes off of your worksheet to connect them with their FIBC. I'm also, Jen's on a plane. She's still here? She lose Wi-Fi? She asked that I just announced for those attending the advanced leadership retreat in Orlando, Sundance, if you are attending, there is a Facebook group now for Morris Tribe and to ask your global to add you by the end of the day, if your global doesn't add you by the end of the day. If you're in my group, I haven't added you yet. So I know, just remind me later. Okay, so that's our assignment. Now, if you're the FIBC, what are you doing? You're sending that message saying, hey, Sarah, can you set up a celebration call with Christina? Okay. Today is part one of a two-part series. Okay. I'm going to be back next week because some of the things that we're doing today it's going to set a little domino effect in motion. And then we're going to do some stuff next week that we need a little bit of time for these dominoes to keep hitting. And we're going to have some great momentum. I'm really excited about it. So come back next week. But I know some of you guys are thinking, yeah, I'll send the message to my coach. They're not going to set up a celebration call because they never do. We're going to give them a chance to and in pick your timeline, we can do this all together next week or for you high C's and real go-getters, you can schedule a time two days from now to go back and see of all the coaches that you as FIBC contacted saying, hey, will you set up a celebration call with your client, Christina? If they haven't yet, guess what you're going to do? You're going to drum up a conversation with client Christina. Christina might be your Jessica Road Armor. Christina might be your Andrea Rouget. Those are terrible examples because neither of them fit the category of someone with a coach that didn't set up celebration calls. But there have been people in the business, you know, you hear about them, right? Gina talks about several of them. They were clients in depth that she had never heard from their actual coach. They had never done a celebration call. She just found them in like a client support page, right? Okay, so celebration calls are key, critical. What did I use? Critical, yeah. Celebration calls are critical. Um, I don't know that I need to with this group, but 
Uh, I will just to be thorough. So for you, if you're not an FIBC or if you are an FIBC, a little pulse check on why and what and your best value in making the most of those celebration calls that you're doing. A celebration call is going to do the following. Systems check for that new client. As I look at my little worksheet, my little spreadsheet that I've pulled here with all of these new little baby chickadees. These are all new clients who just started a fresh health journey with a coach in my organization. Every single one of them has infinite potential to be a strategic partner who's going to Sundance with me in a couple of years, right? I don't want anyone to get missed. A celebration call is the opportunity for every one of those little chickadees to have a systems check if something's wrong with their program. Even though we don't like do celebration calls to troubleshoot necessarily, it is this massive like safety net. How many of you guys have as FIBCs or as a coach bringing them to your, to your FIBC, you get on that call and you're like, oh my gosh, they're like not even in fat burn. They're doing the program wrong. And I had no idea. And that celebration call is a definitive point in they were either going to quit because they're miserable or they're going to keep going because they're going to get their program fixed. Fix it early on because a miserable, not having success client is not going to keep going. So client retention happens with client celebration calls. The other thing that's going to happen is your FIBC is going to teach your client how to talk about program or refer or drip coaching. And that may look different and they may use different language, but as FIBCs, I'm trying to remind myself that that 20 to 30 minutes that I have with someone else's client, it is my job because it's awkward to ask people, well, maybe this is a mindset that we need to get over. It's not awkward. Here's... Danielle's truth bomb. It's not awkward for me to ask for referrals now from my clients because I'm a good coach now. And for a long time, it was awkward for me to ask for referrals from my clients because I was a lame of a coach. So now I'm not awkward about it. But as a new coach, even the best of new coaches they feel uncomfortable asking for referrals. Sometimes they don't know the words to use. And it's great to have this team approach where I get to brag on Jessica, Sarah Larkin, Rosemary, every time we do a celebration call. And I get to also say words like, oh, you know, Sarah's there to even just answer questions that friends or family might have about if this program is something they're looking for. And I've even had more than a few clients say, oh my gosh, I can send Sarah's contact information to my uncle. That's okay. I felt weird, like handing out her information. And of course, of course, of course, as coaches, we're like, please send my number to anyone, <laughs> right? I'm here for everyone. So the other big thing that celebration calls do, and this is your this is your quest as FIBC is to make sure that you're teaching that client that they can refer clients and how they can talk about program. You can talk about the option of coaching, right? A lot of people don't 
know that that's even a thing. It's my job to make sure that they know that it's a thing. So they don't come back and say later, angry client, what I could coach my best friend and get paid for it. And you didn't tell me that you just took the referral. Okay. I was chatting with Andrea and she was talking about like how much like the side hustle culture has changed a little bit where like people are really in this season just because of finances and economy and everything that the masses are dealing with. A lot of people are looking for just a bit of extra income. And so let's make sure that we say words like extra income for coaching clients. A lot of people are looking for that and they're looking at like some crazy stuff to make a little bit of extra income. They can be someone's cheerleader for following a nutrition plan. How easy is that? We know they're going to do it anyway, even if their coach becomes the official coach. So celebration calls are going to teach. They're going to be a safety net to fix someone's program. If something is wrong and, or encourage them to keep going, we're going to teach people that they can refer to that client and, or to that coach. And we're going to talk about the potential for coaching. When you look at your little spreadsheet, your little worksheet that you have of all of the new clients that have come into your organization in the last 60 days, yes, that does mean that I would go back to my spreadsheet and cut off everyone after 60 days just because I need a an achievable little batch of work to work on. Um, every single one of those clients should be one of two things for your business. They should either be a source of referral or they should be a coach potential. And I didn't have that mindset for the first many years of working this business. I felt like if someone referred, it was like, oh, oh my gosh, that's really exciting. And like, if someone became a, a, a coach, it's like, oh, this is really exciting. It's like a sneeze that comes out of nowhere. Oh, what a little blessing from heaven. Um, but instead, if we shift our perspective into every single client in your business, with the exception of a few that like, you know, hate it and quit and hate you. We all have them. Everyone else should either be a referral source or a potential coach at some point. So let's make sure that we say the things and let's make sure that we have celebration calls. So that's why we're going to do celebration calls. And if you're an FIBC doing celebration calls, I invite you to have a reinvigorated mindset going into those 20 to 30 minute zooms of what can you do that maybe your coach can't do and just has a different relationship with the client. What can you do in this 20 to 30 minutes, build relationship with them, make them feel heard, make sure their program is on track, tell them that they can refer clients or clients to their coach, friends, family, people who are just interested. Also, there's the option of coaching. All right, so we've got, we're focusing on clients in our organization. We're working off of our spreadsheet. We're messaging the coach. Hey, can you send that out real quick today? Celebration call message. Or if you're not the FIBC, you're still sending them the script. And then what we're gonna do, just to be really thorough, is you're gonna look at that little client worksheet and you're going to go send a friend request to every single one of them that you can find. We're just going to type them in, see if you can send a friend request. 
Because here's what happens is sometimes your coach that may have signed on that client, they just stop. They stop coaching officially. They stop coaching unofficially. They stop calling their client. I don't know what it is. Um, but those coaches are not necessarily always going to be around. We have this term in the, you know, leadership world called strategic partner. There are certain people that like, I know I don't need to go send friend requests to all of Rosemary's clients. She's a strategic partner. If she just gives up on coaching, like hell half frozen over and we should all get in a bunker somewhere. Same thing with Jessica Road Armor. I don't need to go friend all of her clients. But if I've got a coach where I'm just not sure if they're really in this, better safe than sorry. I'm going to go send friend requests to all of those new clients so that they are in my Facebook. They're going to see you branding, right? And when and if heaven forbid that coach stop coaching, you're connected with them on Facebook. And then if you've got a whole lot of these people and you want a further step, what you can do is take all of those names on your worksheet and type them into the search bar of your client support page and just see how they're doing. Okay. I can type in Christina. Has Christina posted anything in the client support page yet? I don't know. Okay, now let's go back to you're an FIBC. You see these new clients showing up in your little worksheet that we've downloaded. Their coach is not going to set up celebration calls. They're just not. It doesn't matter how you ask. If you send this script, you'd have to hack into their computer and send it from their account. And you're not going to do that because you're not a computer hacker. You're a health coach. So what are you going to do? We're going to try to send them a friend request. And if they accept, then you can start that message with them. And here's how I suggest you word it more or less. Hey, Christina, I'm Sarah's coach and mentor and a part of your coaching, your health coaching support team. Just wanted to check in with you and see how program has been going so far. Oh my gosh, message my coach's clients. Oh, my coach is going to be pissed. They might. Um, but I'm not saying, hi, Christina. You know, Sarah really just has her head up her butt and doesn't set up celebration calls. So I'm coming in as the rescuer and I want to fix this and form a relationship with you. So let's talk. This is just an extra layer of accountability. Sarah is wonderful, but let's say Sarah, we're just a total B word, right? You don't even like her. You're still going to send a nice message. Hey, Christina, I'm Sarah's coach and mentor and a part of your health coaching support team. Maybe you know that Sarah hasn't even been calling her clients gasp. Can you even, um, doesn't matter. You're just going to send this message because Sarah signed on a new client and you are making a little point of connection as an engaged coach. You're just adding an extra layer of 
support. And if Christina comes back and is like, who the heck, Sarah, haven't heard from her since I ordered blah, blah, blah. Let me complain. Okay. Well, we're not here for this. Reach up to your mentorship. If you need specifics on how to answer that situation, but you are just forming a connection and you can even tell Sarah, Hey, on business coach power hour, we had this project of connecting to all of the new clients in our organization in the last 60 days. I sent little support messages to Christina and Bobby and Joel, just letting them know that I'm here for extra support. Great job helping three new people these last two months, right? Okay, do we do this separately from said coach or do we add them to the message? Nope, just one-on-one, -on -one. just one-on-one. -on -one. Unless you have a coach that you're trying to pull into, oh, this is where it gets hard, right? There's not just a simple equation for these kinds of things. There may be a situation where it's a coach that, um, I've got one just had a baby, right? So she's like learning life as a, as a new mom and she's got clients underneath her. And I may just loop her in because I see the potential for her to re-engage in coaching. And I'm using that as an opportunity to kind of pull her into the fold. But Oftentimes it's just a one-on-one -on -one because it also opens the door for that client to voice. If they're not getting support, that's data for you. What are you going to do with that? If you have a client in your organization whose coach is not supporting them, that's going to be a mentorship question for your specific team. And it's going to depend on the specifics. Sometimes I'm supporting those clients without getting paid, without asking them to transfer. Other times I'm not, and it's going to depend on all of the specifics of your business. You're going to just reach up to your mentorship team on that. All right. So does that make sense as a series of activities? You guys have this worksheet to work on for the next week. We're going to come back next week and we're going to have phase two, which is also going to involve coaches in your team. But right now we are just worrying about all of the new clients in the last 60 days. And trying, our goal is as many of these people, and here's what I might do with my spreadsheet is when I hear that Christina got her celebration call with Sarah and Andrea, maybe I'll highlight it pink. Those of you who know me know it's never going to be pink, but it could be, it could be pink. I don't hate pink. It's just bright. Um, or you could delete them from your list because you're like, nope, I did what I was needing to do with this client. They got connected. Or you may make a little column and write a note. Um, no celebration call, sent message, sent friend request, waiting for it to be accepted, whatever it is. We're just going to spend the, these next two weeks trying to connect with new clients in your business because new clients are the lifeblood of what we do. Okay, checking the, okay, chat, okay, okay, okay. Yep, we're just sending a whole bunch of messages and connecting to these clients. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Okay. Well, this was great, guys. I have some real fun plan for next week as well. So come back with your sheets, with your spreadsheets. We didn't actually use our paper, but I'm glad. Oh no, you did. Cause you wrote why you're here. That's important. So put that somewhere noticeable. We will be back here same time next week.